Today is the 13th of February, 2023. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Ray. I want to say a big thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to share in a regular rhythm of worship and devotion together. If you're joining us for the very first time, let me say thank you and welcome. Each episode follows a really simple pattern. that's a mixture of prayer, scripture, music. It's easy to pick up as we go along. Don't forget there is the Walking the Way prayer book and today's script, which you can download. And for more information about the podcast, head to rayborrett.co.uk. Again, links are all in the episode notes. This year, we started going through the Bible. We're going through one chapter at a time. So it's going to be a while, folks. Let's strap on our shoes as we start our next leg of walking the way. Let's still our hearts. Let's come before God. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you help us again and again. And so we praise your name for all that you do for us and for all of your help in the difficult times. We want to trust you completely and we want to have faith in you through Jesus because he has shown us your grace everywhere in every hardship, giving us the courage and freedom to look towards you and your kingdom. So help us to remain courageous, Lord, when we have to face suffering. Jesus has made our suffering holy, so that our suffering too may bear fruit for you in time and in eternity. Amen. Genesis 26, verse 28a. They said, we see plainly that the Lord has been with you. In our chapter today, Abraham has died and Isaac is told not to leave Canaan even though there's a famine, but to stay where he is because this was to be the land his descendants would inherit. So Isaac obeys God, stays in Gerar and gets rather powerful. So powerful, in fact, that he threatens Abimelech, the Philistine king. But interesting, after Abimelech evicts them from the area, he comes back to Isaac wanting a pact of peace between Isaac and himself. The reason? He can see that God is with Isaac. Interestingly, Genesis doesn't tell us what God being with Isaac looks like. Most likely, it's because Isaac has been so blessed by God, both in terms of material wealth, but also because Isaac seems to find these new sources of water everywhere he goes, both of which, in the Old Testament thinking, would have been signs of God's blessing. And it got me thinking, what might God being with us look like today? I'll be honest and say that I'm very wary of suggesting that wealth is an indication that God is, is with someone. I get that God blesses people materially and financially. I would more likely say, however, that success would be a better indication of God being with us. But even that is problematic because not everyone is going to appear successful. I can think of countless people who've taken opportunities and not succeeded. And yet later on in life, it's exactly what God needed to do at the time. Does that mean God isn't with them? Not at all. I think God being with us usually comes through the way that we treat others. The way we are perceived by others is how we treat others. And for me, the fruits of the Spirit are the best indication that God is with us. 
love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. These are the things that show that God is with us. The way we treat others are the things that show that God is with us. The rest was really just window dressing. We're going to have our first piece of music for today just to give us some time to center our thoughts on God. And then we're going to get into our Bible readings. And today we read Genesis chapter 26. Heavenly Father, as we read your word today, help us to hear it with your wisdom and respond to it with your grace. Amen. Our Bible readings this week are taken from the English Standard Version, and today I'm reading Genesis chapter 26. Now there was a famine in the land, besides the former famine that was in the days of Abraham. And Isaac went to Gerar to Abimelech king of the Philistines. And the Lord appeared to him and said, do not go down to Egypt. Dwell in the land of which I shall tell you. Sojourn in this land, and I will be with you and will bless you. For to you and to your offspring I will give all these lands. And I will establish the oath that I swore to Abraham your father. 
I will multiply your offspring as the stars of heaven, and will give to your offspring all these lands. And in your offspring all the nations of the earth shall be blessed. Because Abraham obeyed my voice and kept my charge, my commands, my statutes and my laws. So Isaac settled in Gerar. When the men of the place asked him about his wife, he said, She is my sister. For he feared to say my wife, thinking, Lest the men of this place should kill me because of Rebekah, because she was attractive in appearance. When he'd been there a long time, Abimelech, king of the Philistines, looked out of a window and saw Isaac laughing with Rebekah, his wife. So Abimelech called Isaac and said, Behold, she is your wife. How then could you say she is my sister? Isaac said to him, Because I thought lest I die because of her. Abimelech said, What is this you've done to us? One of the people might have easily lain with your wife, and you would have brought guilt upon us. So Abimelech warned all the people, saying, Whoever touches this man or his wife shall surely be put to death. And Isaac sowed in that land and reaped in the same year a hundredfold. The Lord blessed him, and the man became rich, and gained more and more until he became very wealthy. He had possessions of flocks and herds and many servants, so the Philistines envied him. Now the Philistines had stopped and filled with earth all the wells that his father's servants had dug in the days of Abraham his father. And Abimelech said to Isaac, Go away from us, for you are much mightier than we. So Isaac departed from there and encamped in the valley of Gerar and settled there. And Isaac dug again the wells of water that had been dug in the days of Abraham his father, which the Philistines had stopped after the death of Abraham. And he gave them the names that his father had given them. But when Isaac's servants dug in the valley and found there a well of spring water, the herdsmen of Gerar quarreled with Isaac's herdsmen, saying, The water is ours. So he called the name of the well Essek, because they contended with him. Then they dug another well, and they quarreled over that also. So he called its name Sitna. And he moved from there and dug another well, and they did not quarrel over it. So he called its name Rehoboth, saying, For now the Lord has made room for us, and we shall be fruitful in the land. From there he went up to Beersheba, and the Lord appeared to him the same night and said, I am the God of Abraham your father. Fear not, for I am with you and will bless you, and multiply your offspring for my servant Abraham's sake. So he built an altar there, and called upon the name of the Lord and pitched his tent there. And there Isaac's servants dug a well. When Abimelech went to him from Gerar, with Ahuzath his advisor, and Phicol the commander of his army, Isaac said to them, Why have you come to me, seeing that you hate me and have sent me away from you? They said, We see plainly that the Lord has been with you. So we said, Let there be a sworn pact between us, between you and us, and let us make a covenant with you, so that you will do us no harm, just as we have not touched you, and have done to you nothing but good and sent you away in peace, you are now blessed of the Lord. So he made them a feast, and they ate and drank. In the morning they rose early and exchanged oaths, and Isaac sent them on their way, and they departed from him in peace. That day Isaac's servants came and told him about the well they had dug, and said to him, We have found water. He called it Sheba. Therefore the name of the city is Beersheba to this day.
When Esau was forty years old, he took Judith the daughter of Beeri the Hittite to be his wife, and Bazamath, the daughter of Elon the Hittite, and they made life bitter for Isaac and Rebekah. We're going to have our second piece of music just to give us some time to think about some of those words from Genesis. And after music, as always, we're going to pray. Before we pray, just a reminder that we're continuing to pray for the situation in Turkey, where the sad news was that this Sunday the death toll passed 33,000. The World Health Organization are reckoning that the death toll will probably be in excess of 56,000 people, making it the worst natural disaster of the, of the century so far, really. So we're going to pray for the people in Turkey and Syria. We're also going to Offer up our prayer today from our Walking the Way prayer book, which is a prayer for our our leaders, our civic leaders, both nationally and locally. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we pray for the people in Turkey and Syria. 
those affected by the earthquakes. Lord, the weather conditions, the time of year, the political situation are all factors that are impacting the rescues. All factors that are impacting how quickly aid gets through to people. Father, we ask that you act in this situation. That you would clear the log jams. That the aid would flow. That your love and your grace and your mercy would be shown. We pray for the rescuers, Lord. As they deal with the trauma of pulling bodies out of broken buildings. We pray for families left bereaved, grieving, wondering why. Lord, we just pray for the area. And Father, our governments carry an enormous burden. The decisions made affect the lives of people not just in our nation, but all over the world. And they especially need your touch to lead. So strengthen them, Lord. Give them wisdom and grace. Let them speak and act with honesty and integrity in all situations. Give them a glimpse of how much you love them and how much you love the world you created. Draw them to yourself, Lord Jesus, in an ever closer relationship with you. Anoint them with your Holy Spirit. Speak to them in the quiet moments as well as amidst the chaos. Soften their hearts and make them true servant leaders. Heavenly Father, bring strong, wise and spiritually mature people to surround them. Speak truth to them through the voices of those they trust. Give them wisdom to reject the voices who would urge them to seek only personal power and glory. Let them know deep down in themselves that it's only with and through you that the victory can be won. And only through your power is our country and our world made whole. In Jesus' name, Amen. We say the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. You've been listening to Walking the Way. All the details for today's episodes can be found in the show notes, including the scripture passages and credits for the prayers. If you'd like to support Walking the Way, and we really would appreciate it if you would, links to our giving page and also to our subscription service is in the episode notes as well. For more information, head to rayborrett.co.uk or you can find me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Don't forget, you can also listen to us on TuneIn and Spotify. My name is Ray, and so until next time, I'll be here waiting as we continue walking the way. Thank you.